Hey everybody, this is Friedrich, Sergeant of Arms at the Citadel. It's lonely work, if you're like me, you're looking for love. You never know when or where you'll meet the one. For me, it was a weird day. I had just been possessed by an evil blue energy that compelled me to attack the man I was charged with protecting. Just then I saw an angel on an airship burst through the roof and into my heart. Malice and kill, you're my lady. If you're looking to make a love connection, I recommend Awful Neutral. For the low, low price of a five-star review on iTunes, we guarantee love. High five! Ah, oh, you miss me. You owe me five. Foolish mortals, do awful, neutral. When we last left Obayono, Aristotle Jones and his new exchange student bunk buddy Pat received an ominous tip on Aristotle's favorite bulletin board system simply reading, Find Kettle, They Know. At the same time, Flip was giving a chilly farewell to his stepfather, Jeff, then hopping on his bike to meet with Chaz and the rest of the gang at the Peterson residence. During his ride, Flip noticed that he was being followed by the now familiar Ford probes. While in the rich part of town, Clarence and Penelope's parents discover Electrolyte. Their mom reacts by serving up hot French toast. Their dad reacts by freaking out and running to his office. Shortly after, Sheriff Valdez arrives at the Peterson house to speak with Harrison. The sheriff apologizes for not taking Harrison seriously earlier, when suddenly, tracksuited assailants arrive. They overpower the sheriff, knocking him unconscious, pinning Mike and Harrison to the ground. With a distraction from Mr. Peterson, Harrison and Mike were able to groin strike their way to freedom and speed off in the sheriff's patrol car. We join the gang scared and on the run from strange assailants. Spread out and lacking a plan, they desperately try to hide with their new friend, Electrolyte. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got Flip, who's peddling his sweet little butt off. Whew, I'm tired. Through the woods. <laughs> there are no real woods, but there is a toy hinge outside of town, which is about the closest thing to woods, I guess you could say. Okay. There's like four trees in that general area. That's that's the part of town that we consider the four. If you consider cactus trees. Mm. <laughs> these two in a stolen police vehicle. We've got these Borrowed. guys in a slightly battered cabriolet, and then there's these guys who are probably finishing breakfast. Are we all meeting up at the? <laughs> it's event? very it's very peaceful over at the Aristotle household. <laughs> For now. Yeah. All right. Well, if there's one thing one of you knows is that Aristotle would probably have. A seizure right about now. <laughs> <laughs> he would probably be a little bit out of his depth. Yeah, you're probably right. He's probably better off where he is. Uh, no, but seriously. Um, you guys you're the special probably needs feel kid. better if the entire gang were together. So it's probably best if somebody lets Aristotle know what's going on since the adventure has obviously started to continue and is the mystery is... Wait, been wait, wait. On the yeah, I was going to say, were we just casually eating breakfast while listening to all the drama <laughs> on the walkie-talkie? Like, probably. Sounds like it's really stressful over there. Well, you know, uh, my daddy, Nathan, Mad go. Dog Montgomery, <laughs> <laughs> he, 
he, he, he he's, he's all about protecting people. You know, it's how, he he's he's on our side for sure, for sure. You know, so like diabetes. We got you know we got that uh, we got that shelter underground shelter. You know, in mm-hmm. case of bombs. So you just keep it. adding to your arsenal <laughs> of uh, construction-oriented uh, shit. Sir, I, I feel like that's a vote against you, and I'm going to join this stuff. I'm kind of here for it. So, like, I'm we should into get again. everybody together, but maybe... Uh, In your bunker? Yeah. Plus, Aristotle's dad's an asshole. <laughs> He told he told Aristotle that we're not his friends. Hey, you can't judge that for him. I'm pissed. That's for us to tell Aristotle. <laughs> Chaz has a, has a moment in the back of the cabriolet, just waxing honestly about uh, Aristotle's relationship with his father. But also, wasn't that the first time you guys met Aristotle? <laughs> well, you met, well, we should be in Juarez. He, yeah, he's why not now, like your dad. Why, now? why aren't we where he is? <laughs> Have we gotten to the abandoned whatever yet? Yes, you absolutely have gotten to the abandoned. Mike, drive by it, Jesse. All right. Ah, there it goes. It's literally like 15 minutes later, you guys pull up, coordinated into the vacant lot, which once housed the Video Star, the construction project that went awry for uh, Shaz's dad. So there's two cars, (laughs) a handful of bicycles. Uh, Aristotle, what do you do with, uh, with Pat? How do you guys get there? We, we have been listening on the walkie-talkie the entire time, just like eyes wide open and mouths agape, just listening to this unfold. But <laughs> All eat, the felonies. That while eating coming. breakfast. <laughs> just Harrison's like, I just killed a guy by punching his nuts. It was uh, pretty great. Pat has no context, so she's like, this is a good radio program. Yeah, yeah. No, I just think this is like entertainment. I'm just like, I like this show. How often no, she's not does this show That's play? like regular life in the country she yeah. came from. I know, she's just like, this right. is pretty boring. <laughs> when do they start shooting at each other? Constable executed in street. This is normal. Why do they still have their hands? Just a child running for his life going, help, help. She's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you only have one child needing help? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Aerosol, do you and Pat decide to join your uh, adventurous uh, colleagues? Yes, we have we have bikes, right? Do you do, have a- do. Wait, can you, can we do like oh, a whole kids, scene where you? I find out that these are people you know, and I'm like, I must meet these actors. <laughs> they put on a wonderful show. I am very entertained. Dave's Dave's like, no but first, let's go to the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, fuck you. (laughs) So, Pat, you have two uh, windows of exposure into Western life. You have the music of the the majestic composer Meatloaf. Yes. Well, technically, he didn't compose his music. He just sang it, but I'll give you a pass on that. What's the next one? And uh, there's the uh, the numerous uh, sort of uh, contraband VHS and Betamax tapes of the TV show Manimal. Uh, which, <laughs> which you, I love this reference. Which is uh, no, no, no. It's okay. It's at least fifteen oh, years God. before you were born. Um, <laughs> this sounds exactly like one of those shows. There was like there was howling and screaming. There were people shouting. It was it. There it was a dude children, who turned into a jaguar. <laughs> children panicking. It sounded perfect. It's it really was like a magnificent episode of that uh, it, that television classic. Show them the historical okay. documents. So, <laughs> so I look over at. Song of, I very much like this show. What is the show called? Oh, this this show is called Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler's biking for his life. I want to know more about this show. Oh, I thought we were gonna be with him. Grab your bike, let's go. You you know famous actors? 
Oh, I know, I know all these kids. They're great. They're my best friends. Your well, best friends with famous people? Yes. Why did you wait so long to tell me? Because I want to make sure you're cool. <laughs> I am very cool. Well, you should have said that right up front. Let's go. I presented Goldhead. What other evidence do you need of coolness? Are you bringing that with you, by the way? You put it in the basket on the front of the Well, plate. yes, because Aristotle's father will break if I leave. <laughs> so uh, one very, very comedic uh, training montage later where Pat learns to ride a bike. <laughs> uh, and it ends with Pat teaching Aristotle how to ride a bike. Okay, <laughs> you guys pull into the lot where two automobiles and a handful of... I thought you said two murderers were <laughs> waiting. Well, no, kind not murderers. So we, cop car, my cabriolet. That's it. Flip's there, and then we're all there. Mm -hmm. That's it. Except, yeah, no, Harrison's there too, yeah. This is on the outskirts the of town. Uh, you can see, you know, the, the quote-unquote skyline of Obayono uh, from here, uh, but more clearly... I think you pronounce it differently every time. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. That's actually the way you say it. <laughs> that one was Obayono. Obayono. But you can very clearly see Toy Henge from here, which is another construction project that your dad worked on. Yes. You guys clue each other in to the morning's crazy uh, exploits, the hijinks, the, the hootenannies. And then Flip had a tail, but he didn't really have a tail. The probes were tailing him. I thought he had a... Yeah. The bedlam, the brouhaha, the tomfoolery. One of the statues does look kind of equine to you, Pat. Uh, in fact, you've never seen any of these things before. It, it, they do look like giant toys off in the distance. It's a My Little Pony. Horsey mine <laughs> Is Electrolyte there, too? Everybody's there? Oh, yeah, yes. we got horsey it. Mine. Oh, horsey oh mine, horsey oh mine. So sorry. My little fairy. Okay. Yeah, Electrolyte is uh, looking thoroughly uh, excited, uh, but to be honest with you, he also looks, for the first time since you've quote-unquote met Electrolyte, he actually looks like he's uh, treading on familiar ground. Um, he keeps looking over towards Toyhenge and occasionally pointing. What's up, Ooh. Electrolyte? Do you want to go there? By the way, it is so crazy that your name is actually Alec Trolite. Like, I I thought, you know, I was making up a name for you, but that's already your name? That's crazy. He looks at you, Chaz, and goes, yeah. Aristotle <laughs> pulls Pat yeah. aside. Do, do you think he's chicken balls? Have we introduced Pat yeah. to the rest uh, of us? Guys, who's, who's a, yeah. is that Aristotle coming up? Yeah, and who's that other person? Yeah, Who did you, you bring to this abandoned party? The camera slows down. We hear a <laughs> ring, Oh my God, what's ring, in her bike basket? Is that a, a <laughs> Hello, my name is Pat. The camera slows down. There's a goat head mounted on the basket of her bike <laughs> like something out of Mad Max. Uh, Penelope assesses how pretty Pat is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Aristotle. Very spring. neutral. And 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 is and is satisfied. <laughs> that she's still the I'm alpha. not a threat. That I am still yeah. It's like the Terminator vision, not a threat. Yeah. <laughs> There's a probe. <laughs> and Flip is fascinated by this goat head. He's like, wow, is that a is that a goat skull? Yes, this is goat I win in beauty pageant from my home country. A beauty queen. Wow. <laughs> wait, wait a sec. Are you? Listen to her accent. You what, are you one of them commies? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I am now American child. So you were a salute as she says that. Um, for part of the story, I just want everyone to know, In I have my bike in the trunk of my cabriolet. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> wasn't that also the bike, the trunk you were in, like, 
the that night I, before. That I've been no, in. I grabbed it out of the garage before we left <laughs> this, just this last time. Next to the box of nails. It is a Pink Panther themed bike. Ooh. It's a banana seat with a big sissy bar on it and a flag that I had when I, you know, up until I bought my first car. And uh, it's got, you know, the, the tassels that come out of the handlebars. And it's, uh, that's my bike. And so it's your girly. favorite it's bike red. ever. The best bike. Um, okay. All of your bikes suck compared to that. Also, Harrison, Mike, I feel like we didn't give it enough attention, but how the hell do you have Sir Valdez's car? And why do you have his gun and badge? Oh, well, uh, Mike definitely killed another guy by punching him. <laughs> <the chest. laughs> uh, but the That's the guy, two now, huh? <laughs> Mike started to get comfortable with it, so he kind of like... <laughs> You know, he kind of like smiles a little bit and bobs his head. Like, you have well, you know, you know, shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> You'll commit two murders at what age? Looks at her, dead in the eye. Fifteen. <laughs> Very nice. Who <laughs> is a sexy friend of yours? <laughs> you mean it took till you were fifteen to commit your second murder? What have you been doing all these years? <laughs> I was late bloomer too. <laughs> there is no shame. Sometimes oh just not enough people to kill. <laughs> well, this is a fun buddy cop nut punching movie we got going, but I think we're all a little concerned about these pros. Um, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> Electrolyte, if you can talk with us, you seem like you know a lot. We we could really. Who are those guys? Why do they want? And why does my dad seem to know you? And why do they all wear tracksuits? Uh, Comfort, probably. Completely like sort of oblivious and just going through your backpack. Do you have any toys or anything fun to play with? I have another box of nails. You gotta go, Ned. <laughs> in my trench coat, I have uh, I have a collection of some of my favorite X Men toys. I have uh, in your trench coat. I have a. It's an open. Just as his dad has an infinite number of projects. Oh, uh, I have a trench coat Stupid with. Stupid question. <laughs> Are they strapped in? To your trench coat? That's a bunch of pockets. He looks at your fun mylar pom bombs and kind of throws them over his shoulder. He is way more interested in looking at your action figures. I hand him a Gambit and a Wolverine toy. Whatever. Ooh, good put call. My things back also, when he's pointing off to the toy henge and looking at there, can I take out my binoculars and look to see what he's looking at? It looks like toy henge. You've seen it a thousand times. Okay. It's these great big, incredibly ugly, sort of misshapen concrete monstrosities with lots of graffiti down the bottom. Okay. Uh, graffiti. Graffiti. Um, <laughs> I ask him, what, what do you see? So I mean, bland. I see like you pointing a, over there. The artist who designed him is crying as he listens somebody's, to Caleb's uh, like description. Over the past year or so, somebody's like abandoned a car. Can I suggest that Electrolyte okay. look through the binoculars at, at what he's pointing at? <sighs> see if you can see better. Whoa. He's, he he uh, enunciates as he looks through the binoculars. He says, "Fans," and he looks almost like sad or perturbed as he looks at these uh, these three or four X Men figures that are laying out on the ground. And he kind of nudges them. He's like, "Fans." He nudges them again. I told you he was an X-Men. He knows Wolverine in real life. They're his friends. You friends Clearly with toys? he's used to toys being animated and walking around and talking to him. And obviously our dad used to work for the government. So No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and next week. <laughs> Maybe we should go over to Toy Henge and bring him. Yeah. Bring Electrolyte over there. Totally. Is, yeah, is there a walkable path down there? Yeah, it's like a 10 minute walk. It's like about a mile away. We can take my All car. Right. We can take our bikes. <laughs> we you can take your bar. You can take your. No, you can take your. You can walk. You can take your bikes. Let's do. Let's can do. we walk our bikes? Yes, you can. All right, uh, hold on. She's got to put the top up on the cabrio and lock it up. Thank you. We should be smart here and flip. What should we do? There's like I know. <laughs> flip your. 
you're like the smartest guy I know. And the would. youngest. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're totally right. Like, if those probes show up again, maybe it's better if we're in my car, but is there enough room for a ride? I don't know. I just know there's a sheriff's car, and I have a feeling like we should do something with it, but I'm, I don't know. I'm with you. Let's keep the cars with us. Maybe we could uh, abandon another car over by that toy hand, Jerry. It looks like that's where they leave them. <laughs> that sounds navigable, genius. It would, <laughs> but it would take probably another brains roll for uh, Penelope to drive the uh, uh, the car over there without jamming a ton of uh, foliage up underneath the uh, the body. Why don't we just drive the cop car over there and leave the cabriolet? Oh, yeah. okay. I, I feel kind of weird saying this, but since Mike's already killed two guys, doesn't that sheriff? Does the sheriff's car have another firearm inside of it? Typically, they, they, they will have a, a rifle and a shotgun inside the vehicle. I mean, we can look that and arm ourselves, but I don't know if Sheriff Valdez carries them on. He's the sheriff. Typically, they'll squat to the deputies. But. In the trunk of the car, you see a, a Remington shotgun and a quart of the finest Texas whiskey. Told you. Ooh. Is there I a put flare the whiskey gun? in my trench coat <laughs> <laughs> for later. Is What's there that? a flare gun? Yeah, it, how about what's in there? Let's look. <laughs> okay. Search the cop car. Penelope, uh, will you show me to drink whiskey later? Of course. <laughs> and we say that in our own, we have a language oh, that Jesus we invented. It's like thieves can't. It's like Nell. Oh, no, no. Hey, 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 Nell was basically What is this, Nell? Are you Chicka may may. Hey, in the Wanna way. Tay on the side of Tay. Pootie Tang. That's Pootie Tang. What are you doing? <laughs> it's Pootie Tang now. You see a bulletproof vest. You see the. Hey, Rem- let's test this out. The Remington <laughs> shotgun, which is bolted down. Uh, it's very e- no, very easily for uh, undone for you guys with a successful roll. And uh, yeah, you see uh, additional sirens, loudspeakers, a bunch of handcuffs. And I'll take the handcuffs and throw those in my. Okay, you coat. see, let's say that trench four coat's sets of creepier handcuffs. and creepier. <laughs> Should we call more cops? I'm gonna grab a pair of handcuffs, put them in my backpack, right next to my Lisa Frank trapper keeper. I'm grabbing those <laughs> flares and, and uh, a stun gun. I'll take that. I am interested in having a pair of handcuffs too. Mm. Um, right, Electrolyte, would you like to wear this bulletproof vest? That's a great idea. They seem to be after him. He's just sort of concentrated on these X-Men figures. I'm putting it on him like the same way I put on my trench coat. Just kind of putting his one uh, arm through, one uh, arm through, strapping it up. Um, a siren, are they like portable sirens? Yes. Yes, can I grab one of those in my backpack as well? Yep. While we're getting ready, I ask our new friend, Pat, I say, so would you like to join the conspiracy theorists of Hoboyono Club of America? It's a long name. I humbly accept your invitation to group. Excellent. First, I'm going to have to sing you our song. We seek the truth to be exposed. There's giant crabs and UFOs, chemtrails, zombies, things that glow. Welcome to Oh Boy Oh No, our little town full of mystery. But it's all just one big conspiracy. Evidence and proof, no, we don't love. You just need a theory to be in our club. Grab a walkie-talkie and jump on your bike. I think I saw some weird bright lights. It could be Elvis or an alien ship. Better to the leader, that's me, Flip. Watch your back and look to the skies. Avoid those probes and tracksuit guys. If you see something scary, let us know with a hearty yell of, oh boy, oh no! You're in the club. 
Flip, I like your new li- the new uh, additions to that. Well, you got the track shoot guy. I added new. that. Yeah, that was uh, while I was riding from them. That was amazing. Running. Yeah. I think they call it a living song. <laughs> that was a remix. The I, like how, I like how you change it every time. I mean, I like to try to sing along with it, but I'm always a bit behind. I appreciate you it, trying. But, uh, I'll send it. you the lyrics. I'll grab this shotgun. Penelope and Clarence, I have some uh, some news for you. I think your dad is deeper involved in this than, than we may think. Uh, as we were leaving, he was dragging Sheriff Valdez's corpse into your guys' house, and <laughs> <laughs> telling us not to worry about anything. Uh, and he was also addressing the tracksuit guys like he knew what was going on. <clears throat> Sounds like a cannibal. That makes a lot of sense. Last night, Electrolyte was terrified of the sound of my dad's voice, and he saw him this morning. And they both looked like they recognized each other and looked like they'd seen a ghost. Oh, that's what I almost noticed. <laughs> <laughs> My gears were clicking, but they grinded at the last second like they always do. That's the best callback. You guys have been walking your bikes as you've been talking about this. Mm -hmm. So uh, as you guys make your way over to Toy Henge, Pat, these guys are kind of inured to having this freak show monstrosity so close to where they live. If you had this in your town where you lived in uh, uh, outer Slobovia, you oh boy, or no Slovakia. <laughs> I don't know exactly how you'd be able to sleep at night. Uh, there are there are seven uh, uh, you know statues between 15 and 20 feet tall. They're all constructed of concrete, just festooned, uh, plastered with uh, graffiti, uh, uh, layers and layers of it, uh, from you know the ground up to about you know eight to ten feet. But the tops of them that are actually carved into these freakish likenesses of very, very popular toys, at least according to your, your friends. Uh, there's one that looks like a sort of a malformed infant. One of them looks like a, an incredibly engaged uh, teddy bear. One is a robot that looks God, like... I wish it said middle. enraged teddy bear. <laughs> well, it looks a little <laughs> enraged. It's, 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 it looks like it's trying to, st- trying to leap off of its plinth to get down to you, to talk to you. I imagine the toys from Akira, they're like that. That's not too far away. <laughs> from the Cabbage the Patch Kids, Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. Right. There's a Teddy one fuck that's you upspin. <laughs> there, there's a yes, what you awesome. guess is meant to be a robot turning into a car, but it's like the the sculptor tried to capture robot it in the middle, disguise. so it's almost Picasso-like. That was always look like a GoBot to me. Uh, oh, uh, that's a Carmobot, and that's Freddy Tuxpin. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, GoBots Tucks are already in. the generic Transformer, so we need to change their name. That Spinach. first one? Spinach Patch Kids? No, it was the Kale Pale Kids. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's I thought you were going to call it a, a uh, grab The next snatch. one is uh, Horsey O'Mine, which this uh, it's just this incredibly A-proportioned equine monstrosity. Wait, isn't it just uh, the nightmare horse? <laughs> <laughs> it looks Travolta's like it's got head? this face that looks disturbingly like the guy from I, Vampire. Or, uh, what, what was it, Moonstruck. There's Summerberry Grunt, who is this sort of, <laughs> this, this girl with this giant bonnet on top of her head. Uh, <laughs> then there's this incredibly... Uh, Summerberry Grunt. <laughs> Summerberry Grunt. That's, what's a grunt? I mean, with strawberry shortcake. Yeah. No, believe it or not, it's what's, a real thing. What's a grunt? Is it like it's a... Like a, it's like a shortbread. It's, it's, like a it's, it's like a pie. Yeah, thank you, Seth. Like a crumble. <laughs> like a crumble. It's a angle. Then there's uh, the... It's a strudel. Then, yeah, there you go. 
Then there's the militia oriented Jarhead Jim. <laughs> and then, of course, the, the high real fantasy. Hero. Exactly. Uh, then there's the high fantasy. Uh, that's him. The real Does Amer- he have the Fukum grip? Or? <laughs> that's it. That's it. And then there's. Getting other than honorable discharges half the battle. The, there's the generic Knowing high fantasy. Knowing he's a third hero. of the war. He's, he's <laughs> I, I missed that. What did you say? I said, Knowing is a third of the war. <laughs> that's it. I need to write that shit down. And then there's the, uh, the generic fantasy hero known as Strongor. Who's that supposed to be? He-Man. Oh. <laughs> this took me so long to understand all these references. <laughs> Don't they have a statue of a long arm stretch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been the eighth one. It never got built. You know, then there's dark- a really dangerous spin and scent. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't talk about that anymore. <laughs> that never made it out of the... Yeah. Uh, Prototype there, stage. There's like one more plinth, and there's like just a, a pile of, of materials on it. That it, there's like leftovers. No, we we quit. It's a Jenga one that they just didn't put up. There's still a dead worker underneath the pile. Knowledge is the what? I said knowing is a third of the war. <laughs> the other two are logistics. <laughs> knowing is half and the battle. <laughs> yeah, the third is high school dropouts just to throw at the enemy. <laughs> no, the other In third numbers. <laughs> the other third is blue lasers. <laughs> Jarhead Jim. Yeah, electrolytes singing nonstop. He's like going. He's like literally going from one to the one to the next. Uh, humming and uh, singing the themed song to each, sort of like spinning in a slow circle, like something out of Midsummer, I guess. He knows all it, the all the theme songs. He knows all the theme songs. He's uh, singing them beautifully, and he keeps motioning around, looking over at Clarence, and going, "I want stuff to be like, oh, it's, this is nothing special. He's just it's, on the spectrum." Are, are you saying these are your your friends? Friends. And then he looks down at the little handful of uh, action figures, gingerly places them down on the ground again, and says, "Friends, friends seeping." Guys, I think he thinks these are real. No, these these aren't real. These are these are made of stone. And I I knock on, I hurt my hand knocking on the <laughs> statues. He actually wa- he walks up to you very very gingerly and like pulls your hand away as if by rapping on it you might disturb it somehow. Mm. Are you saying these statues are alive? You're sounding like Flip. He looks at you yeah. very very seriously in the eye and then sort of gestures again, sort of spinning in a slow circle. Friends. 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 He shrugs. Seeping. Penelope, you're real smart, and he has a liking to you. What do you think he makes of all this? Well, he thinks they're sleeping, so he must uh, at some point have seen them moving. Hold on. Uh, Flip. Remember, like, our meeting, like, about three and a half months ago? I couldn't forget it. I took copious notes. Yeah, there, there was a, there's something, uh... Let me, let's flip back in the book. Yeah, check here. those notes you copulated. Let's okay. see if there's anything you, in there. You theorized. My theory uh, here says that, uh, that the, they're alive. Yes, I believe there's a secret society that meets inside that giant teepee, and that they discuss the way to create uh, making zombies from broken toys. That's a that's a I have that on good authority. That's a real quote. That's a real <laughs> quote from Cary Grant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Flip, did Chicken Balls tell you that? Uh, yes, and... Sounds like an insult, right? <laughs> uh, did Chicken Balls tell you yeah. that? I'm not sure if Flip is in on internet lingo, so he may not know what Chicken Balls is. Totally. 
Chicken ball. Aristotle was the kid, who, the only one who knows about the internet, and for some reason last episode didn't know what a phone was. <laughs> no, was too busy tying up the line. He lines. didn't know what a hamburger phone was. <laughs> right, that's fair. Pat, Harrison, and Mike, uh, I want you guys to give me brains rolls, please, uh, with a roll of five. And I also, I've noticed that the graffiti, too, it's not like what you would think of as graffiti. It's like that small town graffiti where it's mostly like couples putting their names <laughs> in. Okay. It's like inside of a bathroom stall. Mike Cochran graffiti. rules. Right, yeah. <laughs> forever plus forever. You Mike, know. The, the camera pulls over to Mike Cochran rules on the side of uh, the Jarhead Gym one. And Mike, Mike like sticks his head in the camera. I didn't do that. <laughs> My son but it's accurate. blows. <laughs> Why do you keep doing that? Almost have a lot of fans out here. That's why right. I was uh, Pat, what'd you roll? I rolled a 10. Nice. Uh, Mike, what'd you roll? I'm excited to say I just realized I'm Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I rolled a 2. <laughs> Lotharia, what did you... No, forget <laughs> it. All right, Mike, you are... You are too busy d- uh, denying the fact that you wrote half the graffiti. That you're Mike? <laughs> that you're Mike. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Mike. Fuck you. And Harrison, what'd you roll? I rolled a 22, the D12 exploded. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, well, you only got up to a five. <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, both you and Pat uh, noticed that the there are some shaking brushes uh, next on the uh, outskirts of this abandoned... It would have it at one point been a plaza, but it's so overgrown with weeds and, uh, you know, chaparral and, uh, and the occasional cactus that... Uh, you see a gentleman emerge from the brush. With a top hat and a cane. <laughs> With a no, monocle. This guy is an African-American. He's about six feet tall. Uh, he's got an enormous, large, uh, <laughs> bushy head of hair. It's Will I Am Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a Good day! <laughs> very scruffy uh, mustache and goatee. Will he's, I Am <laughs> he appears to be dressed like in so incredibly uh, sort of like dis- old and distressed camo. Uh, he actually has what appears to be a deer rifle over one shoulder. He's got a large buck knife strapped to his hip. When you said camo, is that... Like camouflage. Like no. Space Force? No, I mean, like, is it military camouflage or is it hunting camouflage? Hunting camouflage. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, so he comes out of the brush, he all comes camoed out. Brush, out walking oh, is that my uncle said? slowly but deliberately towards you guys. Do we recognize this gentleman anyway in the small town? The adults normally like look at this guy and mutter like homeless or vagrant. Well, I greet the guy. Hello, Mister. What's uh, what's up with the brush? <laughs> How goes the hunting? <laughs> he looks at you guys, sort of like eyes locking on each one of you in turn, just and, like shakes his head, looks at the ground. Kids. I pull out a tumble aid from my trench coat and offer it to him. That's your thirsty out there hunting, sir. That he's I hunting the most dangerous game, children. <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, he looks at your tumble aid, then looks up at you. It's berry blast flavor. Do you prefer a different flavor? I have whiskey. <laughs> he looks over at, and then he looks over at Pat, sort of squints, looks over at Penelope, squints harder. What your kids doing out here? What, you don't think girls can be outside? Not drugs. <laughs> just, <laughs> just stealing cop cars, weapons, and goat heads. <laughs> You know, Tuesday. As the new yeah. sheriff, I can assure you that we are doing nothing illegal out here. Is this kid strapped? I mean, there's a he's child got, strapped. He's got, he's got the cop's gun, the shotgun, and he wanted 
The, the and he's wearing the badge. I yeah. also have the badge, guys. Yeah. It's, it's official. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Electrolyte has a bulletproof vest. Oh, we're just playing cops and robbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, aren't these realistic toy, toys? Yeah, we're uh, really good don't at it. Say, toys. Mm, toys uh, killed my parents. <laughs> well, I mean, um, um, why not? I mean, it, it, we're right by the, the toy hinge. He looks up, looks at the, looks, he looks up at toy hinge and shudders and says, "Don't call it that, neither. That's not what this is." What should oh. we call it? This is a monument to mankind's hubris. Hmm. It's a bit wordy. Uh, is, that, is that like a bone? That's my favorite That's line of this whole wordy. fucking episode. That's, really That's a bit wordy. <laughs> like, oh god. Uh, isn't the hubris go. next to the tibula? Or <laughs> like, by the angle. <laughs> well, our friend Electrolyte thinks that he's friends with this monument to mankind's hubris. He looks over at uh, Electrolyte. Electrolyte looks, uh, regards the man, sort of like gives a, his eyebrows, you know, shoot up, gives him a little smile, kind of timid. He lo- he rolls his uh, his fingers into Penelope's hands and sort of like cuddles next to her a little bit for security. And he also says, by the way, that he considers them to be asleep. Uh, are, at some point, do are they awake? He looks over at Penelope and says, what did you say? <sighs> What I said was. <laughs> he said that they was asleep. He said they appear to be asleep, which means at some point he must have seen them awake. Yeah, do they animate or something? Do they do they get up and walk around at night? That's my theory. Are these robots? He looks again. He does a quick little circuit around the uh, circle of you. Uh, ch- uh, they're actually we may be we may car, just car robots. <laughs> Allison, since we're doing shitty knockouts, so they're stop bots. <laughs> Fine. By the way, what's your name, sir? My name's Charles. Charles, I'm Flip. Now I know that we just look like kids, but we happen to be part of the conspiracy theory. <laughs> Would you like me to tell you this song? <laughs> no. Uh, Good call. Hold on. You're still singing. <laughs> Doesn't wait for a response. He's like, Good call on that one, sir. I, I heard you from about 500 yards that way. What'd you think? It got a little weird three quarters of the way through, but it's not bad at the end, right? <laughs> you kind of stuck the landing on that last stanza. Uh, thanks. I'll yeah. give you a thumbs up. We got it. the same name, sir. I mean, I go by Chaz. I don't go by Charles because, you know, uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> His father misspelled Charles. <laughs> uh-huh. So, um, what are you doing out here, Mr. Charles? This is my home. He looks over. He's like, oh. "Well, not this exactly. I live about again another uh, another half click or so down the way." God damn! I was gonna say clicks. <laughs> Do you live back in those four trees that I call the woods? <laughs> I live in the exact geometric center of all four. <laughs> <laughs> Four corners of the woods. Yes. <laughs> what makes you brand your friend? What'd you say his name was? Electrolyte. Electrolyte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you hit him in the nuts, he'll turn lights well, on. He's his, a SoundCloud rapper. That's his nickname. I believe it's Alec Trolite. Uh, he just seemed really uh, interested. He called these, you know, uh, erection of hubris. <laughs> <laughs> um, he called it um, the his friends. And that he thought that they were he said sleeping. that they were sleeping. Yeah. I've actually heard something similar to that before. He says, looks at, he, 
he leans into electrolyte really close. He leans to, he like closes one eye, shifts, shifts his uh, balance to the other foot, his poise, closes the other eye. Chaz is mic- mimicking him, but doing the same thing looking at that dude. And then gives a really long and subtle whiff as Electrolyte leans backwards very uncomfortably. Does he smell like an action figure? That's what we thought. We thought he smelled like a plastic action figure. I need you kids to come with me. It ain't safe. Okay. No problem. <laughs> guys, let's go with the stranger. Luckily, the we're fully armed. Yeah, luckily, we are strapped. Where uh, are we going, mister? We're just going back to my place. Oh, okay. That's the safest place. Does not sound that great. That sounds genius. Well, if y'all's story is true, that you actually stole a police or a sheriff's vehicle and are armed to the teeth in sheriff's weaponry, it's probably best for you guys to get in some kind of cover. Y'all can come with me. Casa de Kettle. Kettle? Oh my goodness, the kettle. Do you know Chicken Balls? Do I know what? Is that you? You can tell me. I'm your online friend. We've been talking. Oh, that's right, because he thinks that everyone's name on the internet is their real name. Kid, you didn't say a word all this time, and all of a sudden you're asking me if I know something called Chicken Balls? Yeah. I liked it better when you didn't talk. Oh, I I, I don't like it that much when I don't talk. I would prefer to have a He starts walking away. Come with me if you want, kids. While we're walking, Mister, do you know anything about the the fellas in track suits and and the and the driving the probes? We we've had a couple close calls with them, and they the, murdered a bunch of our teachers and stuff too. And Mike killed a few of them, so I think we're even. Yeah. And um, Aristotle, why are you? Why does kettle sound familiar to you? Uh, my, one of my friends who I talked to on the computer told me uh, to find the kettle and that they know. Mm. Oh well, we found him, so let's go and figure out what he knows. So, Aristotle, is it? Yes, sir. All right, Aristotle. Somebody told you to find Kettle and that he knows. You guys are tromping through the brush. Mm. As you guys are making your way through the the chaparral, you guys find yourself approaching uh, another abandoned car and then what appears to be a series of corrugated tin uh, sheets that are slowly assembled into what appears to be a one-room hut. That, that's festooned and decorated with photographs and frames and the outside of which is uh, sort of likewise decorated into this crazy uh, amalgam of like a, it's almost like a Zen garden. There are stone and uh, concrete statuary that are lining the path as you approach it. It reminds you of something almost like uh, Stone Age or Bronze Age. It's like something out of a, an old history book. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Oh, Ionic bizarre. Columns. The entire exterior of the hut is sort of like flanked by more and more of these uh, bizarre statues. So what are these statues, Mr. Charles? Uh, occasionally I have to create. It, uh, the, when the muse is upon me, I just, uh, I got to get these visions out of my head or else they will haunt me to my grave. Can we do a brains roll? I know roll? exactly what you mean. <laughs> actually, anybody in the conspiracy theory club can do a brains roll. Ooh. That's actually all of you now, I guess. <laughs> I'm not. With the exception of Penelope, right. who is... One of your stupid uh, clubs. <laughs> <laughs> you said brains? Yes. I rolled a nine. Honorary member. Do you want to hear what the do, song again? What do we got to beat? <laughs> we got a two, I feel <laughs> I, got a, I got a two as well. What's our what's our goal? Uh, the goal is going to be a seven. Okay. As being one of the popular kids, I would never associate myself with the conspiracy club, but I uh, hang on the library enough to overhear everything they talk about. Could I also do a brains roll? Like this most more, popular yes, kids. Yes, you absolutely may. 
This is actually a town history role. Look, I, someone's got to watch the library there, Clarence. Quit being a dick about it. <laughs> I'm write you up. I said that as Damien. <laughs> um, so I take off my ain't skeered cowboy hat, hold it to my chest in admiration of these grand statues, and say, Well, I can tell that these are badass. <laughs> With my roll of one. He, you almost see like his lip tremble for a split second. And he's like, thanks, kid. Chaz, was it? That's right. Chaz Montgomery. Um, would you mind telling us what we're doing here? Charles Kittle. Pleasure. <laughs> um, I'm pulling you guys out of harm's way for a split second. So I'm none gonna of us... Try and, uh, I'm going to try and write your, uh, write your path before you find yourself... Uh, fun, you know, on a trail that you will not, uh, uh, that you won't exactly like where it ends. Um, look, Charles, who put you in charge? <laughs> oh. yeah, that's good too. Well, since then, I'm generally the leader of the group, so uh, and the cheers. And yeah. it's gotten you into assault battery and apparently possession of stolen firearms. We're here, right? Well, you know, the thing is, uh, what what happened is. Uh, a bunch of self-defense and uh, you know protecting this this uh, plasticky smelling guy, uh, electrolyte. Uh, he got powers and you know he came and then they abducted Mister Lee and then it was like oh no where did he go? And then there's the guys following us and they came up and it was like the Petersons and bam they, they I wasn't there for that part but I heard it on the radio and they they took out the sheriff and then we had uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. my you were like when another my one by punching him in the jokes. nuts <laughs> punched him right it was like an upper cunt but like right in the, the an taint. upper what upper taint it was like a <laughs> Hadouken you know <laughs> an upper cup. I've yeah. heard tale of such hey, things. Hey, upper never cunts. Harrison <laughs> <laughs> Cunt. Oh my god. Uh, he he did one too. Not as good, but like uh Her- Her- Wow, you talk you- like me after I drank a whole Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh shoot. I'm not allowed to drink sugar or anything like that. I get way too amped up. Chaz. Cut to the chase. <laughs> uh, the yeah, they were chasing us uh, real good. Uh, <laughs> and then, but we got away, so obviously. What was I talking about? Um, <laughs> Stay on target. Oh, by the way, what's your name? My name's Patricia, and yeah. I'd like to have a word with my friend Aristotle. I am not comfortable speaking in front of a large group. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's new. We don't really know her, but she had a goat head, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, I have goat head. Don't look directly at it. <laughs> What's up, Damien? Did we resolve that role? Uh, nobody got above a seven, I don't think. I did. I got a nine. I got a seven. Okay, cool. But I, I did. But I did want to have a side conversation with Aristotle okay. about my dream. <laughs> okay, excellent. Her dream of being the first cosmonaut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Finally, they stopped murdering dog and start murdering <laughs> child. Uh, amidst all the toy-like, uh, for both of you, the ones that, that succeeded in your roles, uh, amidst all the large, misshapen, toy-like uh, sculptures that are made out of you know terracotta, clay, cement, whatever, you see uh, in some of the photograph uh, frames that are lining the exterior and interior of this hut now, uh, he lights a couple lanterns. They look like they're battery-powered or kerosene lanterns. In fact, they're probably both. Uh, you recognize a photograph from your time researching the the town, uh, Obayono. It was actually a very famous photograph that was in the newspapers a lot 
probably one of the most uh, well-known uh, uh, things associated with the town. It's a picture of none other than uh, Walter Wiebe himself, uh, the, o the owner and founder of Wiebe Toys, uh, holding a very large uh, silver certificate uh, next to a small African-American boy uh, who's holding the other side. And uh, it takes two seconds for you to realize that, that is a young Charles Kettle. Is, this, that, uh, is that you there, Charles, in that picture? He doesn't even look up. He is. You realize that this is the famous boy that took a tour of the Weeby Toys factory, the only one who's ever been allowed inside, and that was 25 years ago. Mm. The other seven children were murdered from the factory. <laughs> yeah. They don't talk about the other seven children. <laughs> what did you see inside the factory? Wonders. <laughs> Horrors. <laughs> Magnificence, hubris. You're very poetic, mister, but if you could just go into a little bit more detail about what was inside the factory. What hubris? Everywhere I viewed paradise. He starts <laughs> carving away at uh, the, uh, uh, a tin of chili as he, as he talks to you. The place inside Walter Wiebe's den of, of wonders was a, uh, a place where I saw things that could never existed outside if it had not been touched by his genius, the the type of a type of brain that the insane lament and that the genius covet. So when Electrolyte said that the statues were alive, I noticed you <clears throat> didn't you didn't look like he was spouting crazy talk. Are you saying that there's some truth to that? That these statues come alive? Daddy, I've seen things. Things you couldn't understand. <laughs> things you wouldn't understand. <laughs> things you shouldn't understand. <clears throat> what I meant to say was, <laughs> yeah, I've seen things. Things that no human mind should have to define. Did you meet Will I am Wonka? <laughs> I met Walter Wiebe, if that's what you mean. That is. One of the strangest, most ingenious human beings to ever exist. Guys, uh, my history of the town is a little uh, frazzled. What happened to Walter Weeby again? Yeah, should, yeah. What happened to him? I don't know. Still maybe he there? got hit by a car like I did. I should tell <laughs> you, if you wish to listen. Yes. <clears throat> he invites you all to sit down, and he uh, he turns up the lantern as it starts getting. Uh, Can you carve us all out some chili? He he starts he st starts pouring it into uh, into a large bucket. Mm, communal chili I'll, bucket. Don't bother, bother you none that I'll be doing a jump, little bit of jumping rope while you're talking. I can't stand that still. Calisthenic away, young man. Aristotle. Yes. You know how you tell them that you have connection with kettle on glowing box? Oh, I do. Yeah. I had dream about blonde girl over there and that she will be in danger. Do you think your chicken ball kettle is person to do danger? I don't know. He seems like he's trying to help us out here, doesn't he? He seems like he's seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and as someone who has also seen some shit, he probably is not good at making rational decisions. You are not or he is not? I'm just saying in general, when a person sees shit, just such as myself, they do not tend to make good decisions. Is that why you were screaming when you were asleep? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that had resolved itself. <laughs> I actually slept very good last night. Well, I had to hold a pillow of your face for a little while until you stop. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's why I had memories of home. <laughs> 
What was the dream you had about Penelope? Yes, that one, the blonde. That something bad will happen to her. She is in danger. What's going to happen? I don't know. It just said that she was in danger. But how you you have message to find Kettle? I think I have message to save blonde. Anyway. Y'all can leave if you want to. Do you but think there will he be will... no peace once you go through the gate. See, when he says things like that, <laughs> <laughs> and then I think about my dream, I think maybe he's dangerous. I feel like he knows what the danger is, and he's trying to help us with it. All right. Hey, Penelope, come over here. He ladles out, uh, to anybody who wants one, he ladles out like a little tin cup of uh, chili, a couple spoonfuls worth. Chili me. I'll have some salsa. And then when I open it, this salsa's made in New York City. <laughs> New York City? <laughs> he throws it out the window. Get a Get rope. rope. <laughs> Taste picante. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Aristotle tries to call Penelope over to where uh, he's chatting with Pat. And that's when I learned the great secret of the universe, which was... And then we cut back over here to Penelope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Penelope, come over here. Okay, I, I, I go over there. Penelope, Pat thinks that you're in danger. Pat, tell her the dream. Yes, hello. I have dream of Jeanette. <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> you took phone. Yes, hello. Very nice. Jeanette, how much? Galapago. It's very unsettling how she talks, but let It's Galapagos, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that she tell me that you are in danger. And I feel that we have to protect you. And I worry that Mr. Chili Man over here might be a person to cause danger. If I'm in grave danger, why does Electrolyte get the bulletproof vest? <laughs> because your friends are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know what I know. <laughs> Penelope gives you like a, a, a sort of a soft nod. <laughs> yeah. But did you really have lunch with Janine Garofalo? Does this is, is that part of the story ring in any? The, the rumor was she had lunch with Janine Garofalo. She never physically had lunch with Janine Garofalo. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, that's just story. And now we return to our regularly scheduled RPG. Mm, this is good chili. You, it, it's like aged or something. You leave it out of the can for a while, you open it up and let it like aerate. Hell no. He says. It just takes another bite of his chili. The hell you doing using a fork, young man? He says, holding up a spoon. I, uh, I dropped. Just trying to get the open. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're gonna tell us the story of Walter Weeby. Oh, I'll just finish it. Let me recap. <laughs> if you didn't hear it the first time, too bad. So Walter Weeby, crazy, eccentric, ingenious toy maker. Probably the greatest toy maker that the universe, that the world has ever known. I almost said universe. <laughs> F.A.O. Schwartz is rolling over in his grave. F.A.O. Schwartz can suck it. <laughs> Walter Weeby was where it's at. You think you think that the F.A.O. Schwartz could have come up like Strongor? Could have come up with something as ingenious as Jarhead Jim? I think not. Half the toy stores in the in the in the continental United States were owned by Walter Weeby and and uh, entirely populated by uh, elements of his ingenious uh, uh, accolades in toy craft. I wish we could wreck on this that his little shack was made out of Lincoln Logs instead <laughs> no, of corrugated metal. I that too, or Tinker Toys or something. <laughs> Electrolyte singing, <coughs> Jarhead Jim, loudly in the background. The real United States hero. <laughs> <laughs> The hero of the United States, Coast Guard, of America. <laughs> oh, it is one third the war. <laughs> yes. 
Knowledge is one third of the war. Stop hey. saying that. <laughs> Hold on, I'll sum up. So he disappears. After he takes me on this uh, sweepstake winning tour of the Walter Weeby factory in downtown Obayono. Just you by yourself? That was just it? Just me and my grandpa. You can oh. just say a boy. Uh, <laughs> just me and my grandpa. Grandpa The Joe? lazy bastard who spent his whole life in bed. <laughs> oh, you know him. I know him. He's bedridden. By choice. <laughs> Voluntarily bedridden. Hell yeah, he got those bed sores in combat. <laughs> anyway. Bone spurs. Did he... <laughs> Is he still around, your grandfather? Alas, no. He done passed away and shoveled this up mortal giant coil. giant ceiling fans. Mm. Get him. That's it. <laughs> couldn't flatulate fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fizzy lifting drink accident. Yeah. But before he, de- before he disappeared, he did one thing extraordinary. He wheeled to me the entire factory. The most stupid thing an, uh, a, a, a toy entrepreneur could ever do was would be wheel an entire uh, industrial complex like that to an 11-year-old boy. <coughs> I didn't know nothing about running no business. So, so he, he, he willed it to you, then killed himself? <laughs> he didn't kill... He would never kill himself. He says his eyes locked on you with this uh, thousand yards there. I didn't say anything, mister. That was just a voice from the sky. <laughs> he disappeared. So you're the reason that the company out, went out of business? Outside the veil for his expertise in toy craft. And you ran the factory? Uh, for all of six weeks. Hmm. Is that when? Is that when our father purchased the company? That would be correct. You I'm, see, it turns out that there was a board, a uh, bunch of old folks, adults, who didn't like the fact that they had an 11-year-old for a boss, so they voted to relinquish the uh, company's control from me. At least that's what I figured, because I never really realized what happened. Because, And then all of a sudden, the, the, uh, the entire company goes bankrupt. They get, it gets sold for pieces. Thousands of people lose their jobs. Uh, my grandpa decides to up and snuff it, and then uh, I find myself out here in the wilderness shooting squirrels for meat and stew. How's that chili? Not as good now. <laughs> Are you sure I can't use a fork, mister? It's making a lot of mess uh, eating it with No my forks! Yes, sir. This is America. <laughs> There's a lot of whole squirrel parts. <laughs> so, you lost all claim on this factory? You claim I never really should have had in the first place, young man. Hmm. So you're saying... So I guess it kind of worked itself out then. Okay. So you're saying Walter Weeby was wrong to... Except for one thing. Mm -hmm. When the toy factory was uh, broken up, dissolved, and sold for bits and spare parts, a certain cult decided to scoop up an enormous share of it to turn to its own uh, inequitable uh, pursuits. You've heard of them. You've seen them. The Oompa Loompas. The Desert Storm reenactors? No, not them idiots. <laughs> I'm talking about the Heaven's uh, Gate folk. You mean them <clears throat> communists with the red shoes? That's the ones I was talking about. Right. Them and their godforsaken... Uh, Tracky-dacks. Tracky-dacks and their uh, inexplicable focus on Halley's Comet. What the hell even... Wh- why Halley's Comet? That was like eight goddamn years ago. Talking and about a bunch of Johnny Come Latelys. And ain't none of them have rat tails that are cool like me. Yeah, anywho. 
them's the ones who've been running the show, so to speak, using uh, Weeby's ingenious uh, gifts of toy craft to pursue their, I'm not entirely sure, nefarious schemes. But what you're saying is, Weeby had the power to turn invisible because he disappeared. He looks at you without blinking. I would not have put it past him. Cool. And I do, and he looks over at your friend Electrolyte, and he says, and I know his work when I see it. Are you are you saying are you, yeah. Electrolyte is, is a toy? Is he an animated toy? Let me guess. He's trying to get home. He hasn't like said much to us. He the X-Men figures that he was playing with, and he looks up and says, Home? Home? Where's where's home, Electrolyte? Where's home, Mr. Charles, for Electrolyte? Well, the factory has been boarded up. You can uh, probably guess by now the security will be ironclad. Well, I mean, if you know about Electrolyte, you know that he's an X-Men. He has powers. He does. He can turn the lights up and down and... And uh, all you got to do is hit him in the nuts. Yeah, if you hit him in the nuts, he'll wreck the your world. The machinations of Weeby's uh, genius uh, were far beyond me. I do not know exactly what invisible levers and gears uh, are turning and flexing in order to make his limbs move, his chest rise and fall. But rest assured, your friend here was never born. Can he I, was built. Can I try to... They check pulses in shows and in, in medical shows, mm-hmm. and I'm, maybe I've never done that before. But can I try that on? on you bet. A- try a brains roll. You can also just cut them and see if he yeah, bleeds. I want Mike to be like, "Oh, he's just a robot." Start cutting him. Pat and Mike pull out knives. <laughs> I have machete in bag. I ask uh, Charles. So you were there. Uh, I rolled a six. six. He's got a pulse. He's got a pulse. Hmm. I wonder if you can help us sneak back into that factory. Do you know some secret way in? Charles looks, walks over to the glassless window. The factory is done better than boarded up. The, gla- the windows and doors are all cemented over or covered with steel plate. Nothing goes in and out except for those heaven's door folk. And then he stops for a second. You can see his eyes flashing back and forward. Unless... And he turns around and looks at the Electrolyte and says, the teepee. And he points at uh, uh, Electrolyte, who has, like, chili running down one corner of his mouth. (laughs) Use the fork, Electrolyte. When I took my tour, I did not enter through the factory. There was a special entrance that was built just for the sweepstakes winner. And then the teepee was built on top of it. Chaz, didn't your dad build the teepee? Uh, My dad built the teepee and... Like half the buildings in town and half the unfinished buildings well, in would, town. Wouldn't he know how the secret in, about the secret entrance then? If he built the teepee. Maybe I'll, he left some blueprints lying around that we can check out. Do you know how to get into the teepee? It's been 25 I mean, years. I could ask my daddy. Like, that was, you know, he he wasn't, like, in charge back then. He, he was just, like, on the crew, actually, because that was so long ago. And he, you know, do the math on... People's life expect you need just <laughs> gonna keep talking for a while. So let me ask you real quick. Uh, if the factory's all sealed up, what are the heaven's door people doing in there? That is a mystery to which I too would enjoy the answer. I, this question is for you, Charles, and I guess Harrison, since you're the new sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you get us a search warrant? Go ahead, Clarence. Uh, <laughs> never had a lawman in my in Casa de Kettle before. <laughs> well, he's new. Good thing, because there's some build, building violations in here. <laughs> uh, we saw them. I mean, how powerful are these Heaven's Door people? We saw them t- take out Sheriff Valdez. I mean, there had to be consequences for taking out a town sheriff, right? They can't They can't just get away with that, right? Unless the Harrison? laws of man feel like they no longer apply to you. I, I'm going to... Harrison, do you have an answer? Also, congratulations on being sheriff. They're very cool. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Uh, I mean, as far as the law, the law only applies if someone's there to arrest someone and take them to jail and process them through the system. I mean, there's laws that are violated all the time that the police don't investigate or they don't know about because no one reports them. So so it's up to you to investigate Sheriff Valdez's murder? I suppose so, or I, we can find a deputy to report it to. I mean, I am I am the new sheriff. You know, I could assign a deputy to the case. And he cocks the gun <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> a perfectly good shotgun shell goes flying across the entire. <laughs> well, I think we got to investigate Lands that in teepee. <laughs> I don't know if we need to. Uh, inv- if we should involve your dad or not. I mean, if he's not into it, we could all get in big trouble. I mean, my daddy's dang cool. Like, you, he, we should talk to him, mate. You know, cause stay on target. I'm sorry, I, I can stop doing these jump rope. I'm getting tired. He's got the zoomies. I forgot he was doing that the whole time. <laughs> you guys, well, I don't know that we can trust any adults with this. I know, I feel the same way. Well, I, I feel the same way. I almost hit puberty right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a close one. Well, maybe we should just go investigate the teepee by ourselves then. I think maybe we should try to find some blueprints that your dad worked on to the teepee in your house and then go explore it by ourselves. I mean, it's just a big cone. Yeah, what kind of plans would, would there be for a keepy? It's, it's actually not that complicated. Uh, well, I don't know. Look, have I'm, you never seen a teepee before? I say we head to the teepee, guys. What do you think? Hey, uh, Charles. I say if you choose to go that route, death will be your Everything you board. say is ominous. Like <laughs> You've also said if we walk out this door yeah, to leave, we're screwed. We can't live with you forever. In your windowless, painless shack. All I said was, "Don't drive around in a stolen car in a in a stolen police vehicle. You can leave anytime you want." Charles, why? What's the? Per- You've been inside the factory. You seem to know a lot. To what end are these cult the last members? Last time I was there, twenty-five years ago, and it has been many a moon since I have ever thought about lending an eye or even bending a thought towards that unspeakable den of iniquity. Well, what are you going to do? Just hang out here and eat squirrels? Sounds like paradise to me. Join our club. Sure you want, would you like to hear the song? And if you take that living toy out of here, I'd be much obliged. He says, pointing his jackknife over Oh, so you're a toy racist. I just don't uh, toy cotton much to uh, things that live beyond the grace of God. Well, so we should. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess we live in this shack now. Now we cut to the, uh, the SpongeBob okay. meme. All right, I'm going to head out. Now we've come at a crossroads, guys. We've got a bunch of different uh, options that we could choose from. Okay. Uh, we've got some different plans. Uh, we could go to Chaz's house and investigate some blueprints of the teepee. We could go straight there all willy-nilly because when has that never worked out great? We could split the party and see how that works out for you guys. Or we could take Charles's uh, Kettle's <clears throat> advice 
and ignore this and just go back to living our lives. Let's go tomorrow morning after you go home and see if you can steal some plants. Well, they, they'd just be at the shop so we can, let's go to the, where my dad has all the tools and <laughs> files about, nothing's at home. <laughs> Whatever we do, we're going to need to figure out a place to put electrolyte because our home isn't safe, Penelope. And uh, Penelope, you've got plans tonight. What's her plans? This is the big playoff night, guys. This is the football game. Tonight? Yes, this evening. They have football in Texas? In fact, Uh, Aristotle, you have, uh, you've got a run through to make. And who are any of these? poster. Oh. Is anybody on the football team? Not here. She's a, I mean, she's She's a cheerleader. cheerleader. Mm -hmm. Possibly head cheerleader. That head cheerleader. (laughs) Yeah, you've got a football game. You guys, you have obligations. Those are just practices for us. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a playoff game. We're so they don't champions. like um, cancel things like that when half the teachers get murdered or kidnapped or anything. <laughs> the sheriff disappears. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's have another football game. Well, yeah, you're sort of like, yeah, wasn't Mr. Lee sort of like the coordinator, yeah. head coach, something like that? Wasn't it? And half never of the cancel teachers. football on a Friday. Half watching night football is how they draw their sorrows while the teacher's dying. Yeah. Also, loves Tooks and uh, and Mr. Lee. <laughs> I love how a Copenhagen dipping teacher in Texas has led this championship cheerleading squad. All right, ladies, come on. Line it up. More backflips. We're going to finals. <laughs> All right, so uh, so who would like to do something else besides go straight to the TP? Uh, Harrison. Uh, I'm here to protect my best friend Penelope, so I don't want her to be a damsel in distress, so I'm, I'm going to do whatever she wants to do. She does have a really hot mom. Huh? Mike. I'm going to the TP. <laughs> All right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Penelope? Yeah, TP. <laughs> uh, uh, flip. Are we going to go to the TP right now, or are we going in the morning? We could go right now if you want to. It's not that late in the day. We just woke up. My suggestion <laughs> is that Chaz and Jump I right. go to his dad's shop and get the plans and meet you guys at the TP. Actually, that could be a really quick roll. One of you is going to need to distract Chaz's dad, or try and charm him and see if you can get him to give Ooh. you the plans. Or the other one could, and while the other one sneaks through and grabs them, or the other, or both of you sneak in. What's your, what's your plan? Do we know if we're good at stealth or anything? Mm, well, your kids. I mean, what's if, your charm die? You play to your strength. I feel like if you talk to your dad, I'll sneak in and look for the plans. He has, yeah. an, he's, he has an incredible I mean, my, relationship with his dad. You're, you're my best friend, so you're always around. Right. I'm just like I gotta go to the bathroom in there yeah. where your plans are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are we, are we yeah, just we, doing it? We cut to, we cut to the, uh, Montgomery, the Montgomery residence. Hey, Daddy, uh, you know, some, some stuff's hey been there, going Chaz. going crazy. Uh, you know, cops and stuff with the Petersons and that. You know, that guy we found, that new kid, he, he's like power, but they're like people after him and stuff. Uh, uh-huh. So, like, we got. Hi, we Mr. Got Montgomery. Oh, yeah, he's got to go back. I got to go pee flip. real bad. Yeah. Can I go in the back? Go, go pee, Flip. Thanks. So yeah, um, wash your hands. I actually man. have to poop. It's gonna take longer. Sorry, too much. If wash your hands let twice. Then if it's brown, flush it down. I come back. I say I actually have to pee and poop. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> That's a more complicated maneuver. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, there's some crazy stuff and like. I don't know, you know, us with the conspiracies and stuff. Oh, hey, yeah. you remember when you were building that TP? The TP, the, you know, the... Uh, oh, and we both have... Let's, can we leave our walkie-talkies on so that I can sure. overhear this? Sure. <laughs> Let's say you have a headset yeah. or something like that. So it doesn't sound like there's yeah. feedback. You know, like... You can the, hear me peeing. The big one that 
the, the TP. You remember that? that? I get out my yeah. flashlight. Jazz, there's only one TP, you know, Bayona. Okay. That is the one that your daddy helped build. Yeah, yeah. Remember that one? Um, So, uh, yeah, there's like some rumors and stuff. Did you, was there anything weird about that TP? Listen, son. He leans in, and you can almost see like the ambient light in the room start to fade into black as he like leans in towards you in like a spotlight, and like a spotlight go over his face as he uh, as he addresses you. He's like, "Hell yes." There was a lot of weird shit around that teepee. I tell you what. Oh yeah. Yeah. The it, it was all about uh, covering up all sorts of crazy stuff. No, man, I'm just kidding. It was just a, it's just a great big. Uh, Concrete pylon, easiest pie, easiest pie. And I go, ah, oh, shit! I thought I was on this. Oh, oh, that's that's Here's that cool. coming from your walkie talkie. <laughs> yeah. Did your pocket just do a swear? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, put a dollar in the pocket swear jar. Put, <laughs> put a put a dollar in the radio Christ. swear jar. <laughs> you heard me. Oh, oh, oh that oh. jar's hungry. Nom nom nom. I want a dollar. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the other room, I got my flashlight out. I'm searching for, uh, you know, plans, blueprints that would be maybe in a file cabinet or something. Okay, you see a great big one that's marked secret, do not touch, and with like a <laughs> skull and crossbones and the words, especially Chaz. Okay, I don't look at that one. <laughs> <laughs> one thing Flip is, it's a rule follower. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to investigate. Okay, that's fine. Do I roll something? Uh, yes, you do. You need to roll a brains roll. This is going to be a eight. Five. Do you have any uh, uh, points that your tokens rather that you can spend? Oh, I have five. Nice. You can absolutely do that. Give him uh, three. If you want to, you can spend a couple of your tokens there. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, adversitize you up. You know that? Yeah, that'd be uh, cool. Like, because if you did know anything. You'd probably be in like some secret folders in that one cabinet, you know, the one with the red on it. Oh, here it is. Um, oh, the one with the uh, <laughs> the one with the passcode that's three triple six oh nine. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, daddy, three triple six oh nine. Yeah, that's I the like one, that. Right? It's like patterns. Ain't you know, nobody gonna guess that one. You know, my brain's all fidgety, so it needs patterns to remember stuff. Like father, like son. That's what I. Do I have to hit a pound or anything? Or? <laughs> well, you know, like I pounded my head. Uh, all right, I hit pound. Yeah, well, three, three, triple sometimes six, you just gotta hit and pound it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, how many times have you hit your head, Daddy? Is that like something that runs in our genes? In our... Oh well, son, it's what makes the Montgomery clan so. Uh, Especially good at, uh, at uh, war reenacting. Especially, uh, n- especially tomorrow night. You know, be there, be square, right, son? <laughs> you know, I what 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 shape would I be, Daddy? You know, <laughs> squares are dumb. I enter that code. Yeah, and try geometry's to open the hard. Cabinet. I mean, what's that? I enter okay. the code. It uh, the the uh, sort of it's like a. F- like a big locker that pops open and sure enough on the inside is uh, a series of plans and elevations showing the uh, exterior and interior of the uh, big teepee and sure enough there is a large vertical shaft that goes uh, down into what appears to be some sort of chamber or antechamber yeah it does (laughs) (laughs) the shaft goes down uh, a series of uh, electrical conduits that appear to uh 
connect to some uh, like you you can only guess as to like like some sort of uh, panel of some sort on the exterior of the uh, teepee. I don't have a way to copy it or take a picture of it, so I think I'm just going to take this these plans and put them in my backpack and bring them. Sounds with great. Okay, so I stash them in the backpack and I come out. Whoo! I feel about three pounds lighter. Gross, young man. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I had chili. Well, well, dang. In the previous a, scene. That's a whole lot of red meat. You better uh, take it easy and get some. Oh, no, it, it, was it was mostly chili beans. Daddy. It was beans oh, and never squirrels. mind, then. That's good for you. Yeah. That's, like, that's the organic kind. All I'll right, then, boy. on your meat. Don't forget, you, we got a date tomorrow night. We're going to do the. We're doing uh, Desert Storm reenacting. That's going to take at least 20 minutes. And then uh, afterwards, <laughs> and then we're going to do Dessert Storm. That'll take at least three <laughs> times longer. Oh, I love dessert storm, and, and you know, like, and you, you get to watch me eat ice cream because you can't taste no more, and it's fun. I don't want to creep nobody else out, so I'll just leave it at that. This has been a great conversation. <laughs> I I gotta go. I love so my son, Flip. I, what can I say? You can tell that I love him and I trust him because he would never have any secrets from me. No, sir. Not at all. I'm just gonna take yep. this heavy full backpack and get. Going. All right, there, Flip. You take that uh, very oddly uh, bulky <laughs> backpack that wasn't uh, a minute ago, and you uh, you have yourself a w- lovely evening. Don't stay out too late. You coming, Chaz? Let's go. We're going All for a right. night night bike ride. Oh, we're just can we borrow a few more of these walkie talkies? We're friends, or <laughs> heck yes. Knock yourselves out. Take a, take some spares. Cool. And we'll cut it there with Chaz and Flip. Riding off into the twilight towards this large, triangular, very, very pointy-looking building off in the distance. As the camera stays stationary, as Chaz and Flip ride off into the distance, we see a what appears to the camera like a little dust devil and the sound of a very, very grumbly eight-cylinder <clears throat> engine. For some strange reason, we see no car. Mm. It seems to rumble into... Uh, into the, our range of hearing, and then with a squeal of tires, tear off in the opposite direction in stereo, and then we cut to black. Ghost car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the ghost car. Ending with the ghost car. <laughs> that was fun. Thank you, Caleb. That was great. No problem. Yeah, Thank great you so much, everybody. Thank you, buddy. We got the awesome. mysterious stuff. We got some plot yeah, points and everything love it. done. All right, so um, to my left, let's start. Uh, AG, where can people find you? At Muller, she wrote, and at Daily Beans Pod. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been so much fun. Salvieska, where can people here see, find you? At Awful Neutral. <laughs> he does. He does work the Twitter account, so he's not oh my wrong. Salvieska, you yeah. can work the Twitter account. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, uh, Joe Camacho. Where can people find you? Uh, no one recommended any uh, names to me for my Twitter handle, so I went with uh, Hot Cop Sixty Nine. On Twitter, <laughs> is, <laughs> that, awesome. is that a real thing? Uh, yes. That is a entirely real thing. <laughs> Only the sexiest cops get on that squad. <laughs> Hot cops. Wow. There's almost 70 of them. <laughs> Dave Callens, where can people find you? Uh, inside the giant teepee, because I could not wait for those guys to get back with the plants. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, oh at Awful Ferris Neutral. Wheel, the, car- the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At Awful D&D, and also uh, myself uh, at Sharkadile on Instagram and Twitter. Fantastic. Clint Beischer, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me in my Fortress of Solitude. Uh, that's what I call my bedroom. It's uh, <laughs> so nice. And, <laughs> and behind the screen, by the, the handles of my real name, Clint Beischer, at 
all of the social media stuff. So weird. You use your real name as your Is it typed out like that? My real name, Clint Beischer? <laughs> no, no, no. Just like Joe. Just Clint Beischer. All right, fair <laughs> enough. My real name is Hot Cop Hot 69. 69. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Camacho. I handle fashion crime. Name. All right, uh, Damien Mercado, where can people find you? You can reach me at, at Awful. Chicken Balls. <laughs> yeah, at chicken, I'm Chicken Balls, sorry. Uh, you can reach me at Awful D&D, uh, but it's not just me. Uh, Sal and Dave also help out uh, on that as well. So uh, reach out to all three of us at Awful D&D. Beautiful. Send us art. You got it. Yes, please do. Send us art. Send us kids on bikes art, too, if you can. Mm. Uh, also send us pizza. Or, or, or pizza. So, uh, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, where can people find you? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Sorry, it's a 90s show. She doesn't show. understand any reference from... No. I don't get anything that's going on Milo in this show. was a show. guest on that show, by the way. Mm-hmm. No, he absolutely was. Sarah Lee Center, where can people find you? At Sarah Lee Magic. Or at any of the Facebook Meatloaf fan groups. I am in there. No joke. <laughs> or just dangle a slice of pizza over the sewer. Meatloaf's dank memes. That, that last one was offensive. Not with pepperoni. I, it's no it's, pepperoni. Yeah, exactly. Spicy. Thank you. But no ranch, I can bread. offset it. And so. Jesse Egan's, where can people find you? At Jesse Egan Comedy and all social media. And I am your gay master, Caleb Cleveland. You can find me at Caleb is Drawing. On all your friendly neighborhood sh- social medias. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Kids on Bikes to uh, this week's uh, fantastic game of choice on uh, Awful Neutral. I uh, really appreciate uh, you listening to our podcast. We know you have a bunch of options when it comes to it, so thanks for listening to this one. Later, nerds! Gonk Holskin here for the Awful Neutral Podcast. I'm currently taking a break from swabbing the dick of my airship. Captain Mount doesn't know I'm shaking my duties to tell you how much I appreciate you listening to the Awful Neutral Podcast. As a total barbarian pirate, I don't often get to express my softer side. Underneath this hard shell beats a tender heart, and you made it grow at least two sizes because of your support. Now, if you'd be totally awesome and give us a five-star rating and a nice review on iTunes, it would make my heart swell up another size. Some say it's unhealthy to have a heart this big, but it worked for Fantasyland's Armstrong, so it works for me. Oh, oh, I'm getting a mental message from Captain Mal. She says, get back to work! I guess she can see me from the crow's nest. Anyway, please join our Patreon for exclusive content and more. And thanks again for listening to the Awful Neutral Podcast.